Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries here in Bentonville, Arkansas. And I've uh, got a special guest today with me. Um, as you know, uh, if, if you listened last week, you would know. If you didn't, you might not know. But we are going to be going through all the journey uh, session topics uh, in the it, that we cover over the nine-month journey. And it's going to take us a little time, but I've uh, I've got a list and I've got all of our uh, top, some of our top leaders, global board members and staff members who are going to be interviewed talking about some of the different topics. So I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be enlightening and uh, it's going to maybe help you prompt some thoughts and uh, in your journey groups and all those kind of things. So who I've got today is Gary Harris. Uh, Gary is one of our uh, board members, global board members. He lives here in Northwest Arkansas, where I live and where Rocky lives. So uh, welcome, Gary. Hey, uh, good, good day, Brian. <laughs> so Gary, uh, glad to have you. And uh, you've been a board member for a few years now, and uh, but you've been doing journey stuff for a while. Why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself and uh, your family and what you do for a living and and uh, a little bit about your journey experience as well. And, and, and I think the other question I had is, you know, why are you passionate about influencers and want to be serving on the board as well? So anyway, go ahead and see where, what you want to say. Oh, thank you, Brian. Uh, well, first of all, I just want to say thank you. Uh, I'm so honored to to get to do this. Uh, I'm I'm so appreciative of you and the and the and the influencers group, uh, and and obviously the journey. Right. Uh, I, I am Gary Harris. I'm married to my wife Lisa for 38 years. We've got two kids, uh, five grandkids now, and so <clears throat> that keeps us really busy. Uh, all of us are located here in Northwest Arkansas, and that's a blessing for sure. Uh, came to uh, be introduced to the journey around uh, 2013. Uh, had a friend uh, walked up to me and handed me a book and uh, the journey to the inner chamber. And that started the process for me. And a couple of weeks later, he asked, uh, what do you think about the book? And like so many of us, uh, we, we found ourselves in that story, right? And so uh, uh, that led to, hey, we're starting a group. Uh, I, I got involved in, in a journey group with a group of men uh, of which I didn't know any uh, inside that group and uh, went through that nine-month process. And uh, really, uh, I was raised in the church. Uh, had had been a part of every uh, Bible study, every uh, every everything a, a good church person should do uh, all my life. And and yet, the journey has been the one thing that has been a lasting impact into my life, and now has obviously impacted my family and and others afterwards so once i completed that nine month process uh, uh we we uh, I, I teamed up with one of those men 
and uh, we started a journey. And then that's led to other journey groups and, and so forth over the years. Uh, I, I'm still as excited about it as I was that that first journey group, honestly, Brian, because of, of the difference it continues to make in my life. Uh, uh, the, the, the fruit that is, is brought into my life, uh, not by me, but through the spirit, uh, gives me great fulfillment. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see a life transformation as, as men and women go through the journey and, and see the change in their life. And, and, and that's, the, that's the real blessing of this. Um, uh, in, in addition to that, I get to hang out with you guys uh, periodically. And I tell you guys all the time, I need you a lot more than you need me. Uh, and, and I just love hanging out with you and, and the guys that are on the board and uh, look forward to many, many more years of that. Tell tell them what you do professionally, and I think it's important because uh, you guys brought journey groups into the market, into the workplace, which I think is is really really an interesting story. Uh, yeah, I work for Tyson Foods and have for the last thirty eight years. Um, I, I, I work within our procurement group uh, currently, but have uh, kind of grew up on the operation side of the business and was a plant manager for a while, moved into sales and marketing, did that for a while. And uh, then uh, uh, over the last uh, five years have been in procurement. Uh, helping uh, helping procure the the materials and, and ingredients that we need for our company. Uh, several years ago, we were with a, a, a group of journeymen in, in Malibu at the uh, uh, National Summit. And uh, during that event, it was placed on the hearts of some men who, who were within our company at that event that uh, we needed to take this back to our company. Uh, we we needed uh, that that was our marketplace. Uh, that was the open door that we had, and so we did. We we came back and and tried to uh, figure out how to do that in in a business environment. And the first thing we did was we began to pray about it, and and we we got a group of men together and we began to pray. And, and pray about who to invite. And so over about a 60-day a period, we began to pray for specific men to invite. And at the end of that time, we invited those men to a lunch one day at work, uh, told them we was going to feed them some pizza. So that's always an incentive to get men together, uh, got them there and began to tell them about the journey. Uh, we also began to tell them that unknowingly to them over the last 60 days, they had been prayed for specifically by name to uh, uh, potentially be a part of this process. Um, and and that led, and it was about 50 men that we invited to that. Uh, I, I think there were about 38 that at the end of that said, yes, uh, they would be uh, uh, very interested in doing that. So I, I think that year we started five groups within the company. And um, that, that's been a real blessing in the marketplace uh, of uh, sometimes in business, we, we, we think we, we accomplish things and we make a difference, right? But uh, I tell you, the, the biggest difference we will ever make for this company is uh, introducing the journey to them. And the reason I say that is because many of those men will become promoted. And and they'll move up in our organization. And how cool is that to get to work for a manager that's a believer 
and and knows the journey. That is a I, I know what that feels like because I, I ended up working for a, a manager that went through that journey. He and I ultimately led a group together, but. Some of the men that go through the journey in the marketplace at, at our company will move to other locations in our company, and they will carry the journey with them to that location. Some of those men will move to international locations with our company, and uh, we're, we're prayerful that they will carry the journey to those locations and introduce it there. And you know what, Brian? Some of those men will even leave our company and go to work for somebody else. And you know what? They'll carry the journey to those companies. And that's okay too. And so that's been a blessing that we've been able to participate in and so thankful for our company that they allow us to do that and mm-hmm. and, and all of that. So that's been a, a, a huge blessing, Ryan. Yeah, that's good, Gary. I'm glad you brought all that up because I, I think we've, there's a lot of times we have thought there's a reason God birthed this thing in, in North, Northwest Arkansas. And a lot of people don't realize the influence that comes out of this area, uh, corporate influence. Tyson Foods is like the largest meat producer in the world, I think. And and you got a little company called Walmart here in this neck of the woods. And uh, they're all over the world. And and all the vendors that service Walmart have offices here. Uh, and then J.B. Hunt is a, a big transportation company right here in our backyard. So um, it's really cool to see discipleship move through the marketplace, you know. And I, I mean, you think it would be through the church, but uh, it's really been a lot through the marketplace. So, but uh Anyway, thanks for the background, Gary. I know I know we got to, got to get to our topic, uh, which is, uh, you know, uh, Rocky last week laid a good foundation, if you will, establishing what the journey is all about, and he he got to talk a little bit about the bedrock of grace that you got to build your life upon first, and then you build you add those pillars uh, that we talk about in the journey, and the very first one is God knows and. Uh, and so uh, we're going to be going through all these, but uh, Gary, you get the privilege of talking about the fact that our creator, our heavenly father knows us inside and out. So um, there's a, there's a verse that we use in the journey that, man, I remember my first journey group, this verse captivated me and it still does. Um, Psalm 139. It's kind of a lengthy, I'm going to read it real quick, Gary, just to get us going, but uh, because I think it's important. Uh, right. This is, this is uh if you want to summarize, God knows this is it. Psalm 139. Oh, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, oh, Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit or where where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day for darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. 
in your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. If I would count them, they're more than the sand. I awake and I'm still with you. Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God. O men of blood, depart from me. They speak against you with malicious intent. Your enemies take your name in vain. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? Do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with complete hatred. I count them enemies. But search me, O, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So, um, I mean, anyway, I, I just remember reading that and really just there's so much in there. Of course, that's a Psalm of, uh, of David, you know, the, the, the one that says a man after God's own heart, you know, and he's, he's, it's like worshiping the Lord in that, in that Psalm. But, but anyway, Gary, uh, talk about, let's talk about that. Um, why is it important? Uh, you know, if you're laying a, if you're laying a foundation and helping participants go through the journey, why is it important to know that God knows? Well, I'll tell you what, Brian, you know, when when I went through the journey, the introduction was a little bit different than it is now. Uh, It's been it's been tweaked a little bit. But when when I went through it, we really jumped in pretty quickly to this first section of enlightened God knows. And I'm reminded of a story about a pastor who was preaching one Sunday, and he said, okay, today I want everybody to turn to the most important verse in the Bible. And you begin to hear pages rattling and more pages rattling, and then you see people looking around and other people looking around. And finally, the pastor let them off the hook, and he said, I don't know where you're at, but I'm at Genesis 1-1. For in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. He said, I really don't know that that's the most important verse in the Bible. But if you don't believe that one, everything that follows will come into question. And Mm. so Mm. I don't know that there's a more important part of the journey than any other. Man, I love it all. I really do. But for me, this one really hit me hard when I went through it. For the first time in my life, I began to grasp the depth and the breadth of this statement, God knows. And and when I thought about that, I, I thought, yes, just like Psalm 139 says, he knows everything. He knows everything. And when I when I went through the journey and I began to journal on that, uh, first exposed to journaling, uh, not very good at that. But as I began to struggle through trying to journal on what does it mean that God knows? You know, I, I, I went down two different paths. I went down one. Oh, he knows all my faults. He knows my sin. He knows my inadequacies and my failures. But then I also began to realize he, he, he knows the good. He, he, he knows my capacity. He knows my desires. He knows my dreams. He knows my longings. He, he knows how he made me. He knew me in my mother's womb. 
He knows everything. And, and the breadth of that is, is an overwhelming thought to think about in, in many regards. But that's the reason that it means so much to me and, and that it begins the journey with that thought that God knows everything. Well, and, and it, yeah, and I think in, in all the groups I've led, I think that, well, you have to kind of go back to why did, you know, why did this whole journey thing get started? You know, and it, it all started with Rocky saying, uh, men need to understand John 15. You know, we need to understand that when Jesus says, abide with me and you'll bear fruit, you know, unless you abide in me, you can't. So, so Jesus, who was God, is making this statement that he wants a, an abiding and, and another word is intimate relationship with us. And that blows a lot of people away, the thought that, because they kind of think of God as king of kings, but far away, you know, more interested in what's going on in the Middle East than he is at at the, you know, the break room at Tyson Foods, you know, <laughs> um, or or at home at your house, you know, does he really care about your struggles with your finances and all, you know, so I think Rocky had to build a foundation that he's an intimate God, you know, that he does, that he wants to come and he cares about, well, we're going to get into God cares next time, but, but just even before that is that he knows about all that. He, he, he's with you on it, you know? You know, Brian, what it, what it, what it began to resonate with me was, is that God understands me. And isn't that something that we all want? We just want to be understood. Uh, we want someone to understand the, the the challenges that we go through, the struggles that we go through, and we want someone to understand us and to think that our Creator understands us. He knows us because He made us. Well, and and the journey kind of uh, flips it on its head a little bit in that very first in that God knows session because it's not only does He know us, but He wants to be known. He wants us to know him. And and perhaps, you know, it kind of begs the question, perhaps we don't know that he knows because we don't know him. What do you think about that? Yeah, I I, I think you're spot on. Um uh, and and that is a that is a concept. And obviously you mentioned John 15 earlier about the abiding. <clears throat> and 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 we talk a lot about abiding in the journey. And and as I think about abiding. I think about this in terms of a relationship. As, as I think about abiding in a relationship, and this is not, not exactly the, probably the best analogy, but I don't have to ask my wife how she feels about a lot of things. I don't have to wonder if she would be happy if I did this or if she would be disappointed if I did that. I know. I know because I have a relationship with her that has developed over 38 years. My growth and my relationship with Jesus Christ can grow and to keep growing and develop through abiding. To me, that was the thing I think that I didn't ever grasp as a believer, we, we hear about it's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's true. But how do you grow that relationship? For Gary, it was through abiding. That's how I grow the relationship is through abiding. 
And, and, and it's not exactly the same as a marriage, but there's certainly some similarities there for sure. Well, and, and, you know, Gary, it's, it's, you can't have a much of a relationship with anybody if you don't know them, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, and, and it takes time to get to know someone to your point. And, you know, I, I think, I've I know I've done men's ministry for many years and in the early days I started I started falling in love with reading God's word and and that's how I was getting to know him was through his word and I think that's one of the main ways that he he reveals himself to us and it starts becoming more personal the more you're in his word and um and I'm just afraid there's too many believers that don't spend much time in his word but then they you know how can you know him how can you really know him apart from his word what do you think about that yeah, you're 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 right. Uh, we we can't. I, I don't think we can at the level that he desires to be known. Um, it, it's and, and it's it's about that time factor, right? It's about spending time with him. We can only know someone based on the amount of time that we spend with them, and the more time we spend with him, the better we will get to know him. Uh, I, I think just like. I don't have to ask my wife how she would feel about something because of the time that I have spent with her. When I read God's word, it helps me to understand that word better because I have spent time with him uh, over over time. And, and it and it helps come through in a in a more clear way that otherwise I don't think I would understand it as well or as quickly. Mm. Well, yeah, totally. And I, uh, another aspect that I was thinking about, and you said it earlier that he, you, the first time you went through the journey, you started realizing he knew the day you were born and even before you were born. And one thing that captivated me is the thought that he knows the end. He knows the rest of our days as well. And I, and this came to me, you know, when my dad passed away a few years ago, and, and I actually talked about this in another podcast with Rocky, but God brought Psalm 139 back to me because it talks about all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. And I, and I came to the, a place of peace anyway, that, that it was my dad's appointed time, you know, and that was hard to, hard to fathom in the context because it was COVID, you know, that didn't seem like it was his time, you know, but, uh, but what does that do for you to think about that, that he knows not only everything up to now and to present, but he knows your future. What does that do for you, Gary? Well, it, it gives me uh, it gives me hope. It, it gives me confidence uh, that I don't I don't have to fret about that. Uh, that that is not in in my control. Uh, that takes the pressure off of me. And I, I trust him for that. And like you said, my days are already numbered. Uh, I, I don't know what that is. Uh, but but he does. And 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 if it's his plan, it's the best plan. I may not understand it. I may not understand the timing or the circumstances of it, but I trust that he does and he has the best plan. So him knowing me and him knowing us to me gives us confidence that we can be known by this intimate God that is so crazy in love with us that that he wants to know us and he does know us and he desires a relationship with us. And so that confidence 
gives me, you know, the strength to go on and not get so, so consumed with the noise of this world and the chaos. And Jesus said, in this world, we will have trouble, but be of good cheer for I've overcome the world. And so I'm I'm not worried about the end because he's got that just like he had the beginning. Well, and, and Gary, you're you're in corporate America, and so I know that you guys talk in terms of five year plans, ten year plans, you know, all that kind of stuff. Which, I mean, I I'm not making fun of it because I just know that's kind of how it is. We, you know, got to set goals and try to have a plan to to get with the the caveat that you might have to change plans. But uh, but you know, I always think that if if God showed us all our plans that he already knows about, we'd try to take shortcuts or get there quicker. You know, that's how men are in particular. But there's another Psalm that says, he's a lamp unto me, his words, a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And I've, I've always thought that that means he just, he's just going to reveal a little bit at a time, show us what, what he's doing. Cause he wants us to just walk with him slowly and not try to bypass go and, you know, and just keep on going. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, I think I love that verse, and I, I agree, Brian. I think it's just enough light that is adequate for that next step, and mm-hmm. and that's and and so there's some trust in that. Is there going to be light after that? Uh, then we have to get there, and and it's that one step at a time, and and trusting Him for that. Uh, Brian, I've I've come to say a prayer pretty frequently that uh, God, you've got a plan. For today, and it's not my plan. Uh, I've got things on my calendar, and I've got dreams and ideals and and things that I would like to do. But God, you can move anything on my calendar. Help me to watch, listen, and obey you today. And that is is trying the best I can to surrender that day to Him. And and you're right. We make plans. And man, I'm a planner. I like a plan A and a plan B and 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 then sometimes a plan C. But but you know, the ultimate, he he's got that. I don't I don't have to stress over that. And 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 back to God knowing me, that gives me confidence in that. And and so I, I can rest easy in that regard. Now I, I I have to remind Gary of that a lot because I can I can get distracted by the noise. I can get distracted by oh what's next and what's going to happen and what do we need to do. But I, I have to come back and and that's where the relationship comes back into play and that's where the the abiding comes back into play because if if I miss time with him often enough, then I will become distracted by the other noise that drowns that out. So I, I, it, it's it's a simple process. Uh, I, I don't I don't think there's a lot of secrets to the to the the walking with with Jesus. I do think there's a lot of reminders and and abiding is that reminder that we have to go back to. And God knowing me gives me confidence in that. I'm I'm kind of feeling like there could be another word at the end of it. God knows best. He knows oh. what's best for us. You know, I mean, it, it, his 
knowledge. He he wants good things for us, you know. And he he, I, I had a young man came up to me, um, and and he was asking me. He said he said he was talking to me about dating and stuff, and 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 he just decided he wanted to pick my brain a bit. And he said uh, he was dating a girl, and then he felt like the Lord told him, "No, not her. She's not the one." And he said it made him mad. Like he said, "Do you think God? I should want God to choose for me?" I said, absolutely. <laughs> I said, you, I mean, I go, look at all the divorces in the world and look at all the, the problems in marriage. I said, God knows best. I mean, you want, you want the one he's picked for you because he knows what's best for you. He knows who's going to blend with you perfectly and all that. Absolutely. You want God's choice. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just kind of funny that he would ask that question. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of times we look for a lot of other advice and counsel in this world to make decisions. Uh, and and many times we, we fail to go to the great counselor. We fail to go to the one who knows best what what is out there. And I, I'll, I'll confess, you know, there's been many times I've made decisions. And, and after the fact, I've said, oh, God. I sure hope that was the right thing to do. And that's backwards, right? I should say, oh, God, is this the right thing to do before I do it? Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's really good. Well, Gary, I think our time is up, but uh, I could talk to you all day about this kind of stuff. It's it's fun talking to you. So uh, thanks for your time today. And uh, and I'm glad people got to to know who you are and all that. So uh, thanks, thanks a lot, Gary. Thank you, Brian. Love you. You bet. Love you too, brother. Um, well, this is the Influencers Network podcast. And uh, again, we're going through a series called The Journey. So we're going to be talking about all the different topics. Uh, uh, and next week, we'll be talking about God cares. Not only does he know, but he cares about all those things he knows about you. So so tune in uh, next week for that. So anyway, and you can go to our website, influencers.org, and you can go to the pot under resources and podcasts. You can find all our previous broadcasts. But we've been doing this for about three years now. And I think we've so we've got we got over 150 uh, broadcasts, believe it or not, of, of podcasts. So a lot of people are just now finding them and uh, and loving them. And you can also find uh, Bible app devotionals on the YouVersion Bible app. So there's a lot of resources people don't even know about, but all that can be found at influencers.org. So anyway, my name is Brian Craig. I'm executive director for Influencers Global Ministries, and this has been the Influencers Network podcast. I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you.